I guess we can call this game month because it's game month. Missouri State basketball plays a game at the end of the month. It's an exhibition game, but we're about a month away from basketball, and I think people are starting to get excited. It's not football, so people are going to be excited. I'm going to be excited. Welcome to the Wyatt Wheeler podcast. I am Wyatt Wheeler, sports reporter with the Springfield News Leader. Um, this is a podcast coming at you for Missouri Valley Conference Media Day. The, this is going to be the men's basketball one. I'm actually going to do two different ones, so you're able to go over the women's basketball. I had some nice interviews with the Lady Bears, so make sure to check that out. But uh, this one is going to dive into uh, the men's side. Men are more, uh, the way Media Day works, the men are more available to uh, all of us. we got to go hunt down the women. But uh, we're able to sit down with some athletes. We're able to sit down with some coaches around the conference. Um, I got some sound from a few of the co- coaches that you would be interested in. Um, I, I'm, I'm including the entire interview with Dana Ford, Tulio Da Silva, and Keandre Cook. Um, that was about 15, 16 minutes. But I also have a couple segments from Porter Mosier, Ben Jacobson, and Dan Muller and what they have to say about Missouri State. Each of them talked about Missouri State for a little over a minute. Um, just making sure I got that in there for you guys because I think you guys will like to hear what they have to say. I have a couple articles out already with what they have to say, but hearing it kind of fires you up a little more. Um, yeah, without uh, without further ado, here's Dana Ford, Tulio De Silva, and Keandre Cook. Yeah, Dana, just uh, getting here. Feels like does it feel like basketball time to you, or a little early? Um... I'm not sure I'm a big fan of how early this is. I think when I used to play, it was later than this. I'm not sure how we how we got to this point, but here we are. I'm still enjoying football season. I mean, we're only, what, three weeks into college football, three or four. Um, but we start practice today, so I guess everything's starting to be a little earlier. You know, there's no preseason poll today, but do you feel like you're the favorite going into the race with the roster that you have accumulated? You know, I, I wouldn't vote us number one. Um, I don't know what everybody else is going to do. We got, you know, Loyola's won a league two years in a row. Bradley won the tournament. You and I is always there. Drake is really good. Everybody's good, I guess. But I haven't thought about a poll. But but when I do vote, I don't think I'll, I'll put us one. I don't. It's just why not? Well, I mean, you know, we we got to kick that door down. I mean, we we haven't won the league since, I guess, 2012. And uh, you just got people that have won it since we have multiple times. And until we kick that down, I have a hard time voting for someone to do something that they haven't done. You know who you would vote number one? Loyola. Tulio, do you you feel like the favorites? I mean, you see the talent around you. Do you feel like you guys can do something special this year? Uh, I feel I feel like we can do something special, but I'm going like coaches say. Uh, I'm not putting us like first because we still got a lot of work to do and to get done. This is the first time I've been able to talk to you since uh, declaring for the NBA draft. I'm coming back. Just what did you learn from that? Uh, so we had a bunch of meetings. Uh, also, I go with my coach and we talk about coming back to college and get more knowledge and also get my degree as well, and uh, I feel like coming back to college is going to get me ready to get where I want to go, and also 
Um, I want to come back and help my team, whatever we need to. You see the guys in the you guys have more in the front court around you right now. Just you kind of played a little bit of position last year. Just how much have you enjoyed kind of going back to what you're what you're better? Uh, it feels good because last year I had to play the five a lot of times, which I don't I don't mind. But uh, right now I feel like we got a good team. We got a great team, and right now we just get in the gym and work and get better. How is that working, Dana, with Gage and Lamont and Tulio? You know, or have you tried to play all three of them, or just kind of Tulio and one of the other two? We start practice today. We will play them all together this year, uh, a lot. Um, I think it'll work fine. Um, you know, I think that's why I get paid to figure out how to get the best players on the floor, and we'll do some different things maybe when we play smaller opponents. But but those three guys will play on the floor a lot together. That, that wouldn't be very smart to have them sitting sitting by me. <laughs> why is Tulio better at the at the floor? Well, why we is don't. That more his natural position? We, we, it's not it's not really about numbers. It's just about where we can put them on the floor. And and Tulio his 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 mobility is one of his greatest strengths. His athleticism, and um, we limit him when we just stick him around the basket. And um, when we get him out on the perimeter, whether it be screening for others, moving so fast the defense can't keep up, whether it be crashing offensive glass, whether it be catch ripping and driving, uh, whether it be knocking down an open shot. He's just a very mobile player, and, and to be able to let him use his athleticism, we, we just limit that when we just stick him around the basket some. He'll, he'll get some time down there, too, but he'll get some time on the perimeter, too. You know what's going to be the biggest adjustment when you get guys who just come here for one year? Um, obviously, they got to fit in right away. There's kind of a less uh, timetable. Uh, how tough adjustment is that going to be for uh, Well, we, we run a pretty simple program, um, so I think that that helps. But Lamont, guys like Lamont, they, they've, I mean, they've they've been through the through the rigors, through the wars. I mean, they they pretty much have the answers to the test. I think just. Fitting them in becomes the, the challenge, but you know, for us, um, this year's team has a lot of new faces, so it's not like it's going to stick out for him. I mean, we we've got guys that were sitting out, we've got freshmen that are going to play. So this year, it, it's not like he'll be just just the only new guy. So I think that will help him as well. Tulio, what have you liked about Gage and Lamont so far? I like them. Um, Gage, I like Gage. He got great ethic. Like he all the time in the gym working on his game. Lamont as well. I like them. Keandre, just uh, coaches kind of touched on your improvements throughout the summer. Just how have you kind of helped your way? You, you improving? Uh, I think I'm improving uh, on the court and off the court. I'm, uh, I'm getting stronger. Uh, I'm just working on everything, getting better each day. I see you on social media. You're at the gym about midnight, just really late. Just how often are you in there? And you're with Isaiah too, kind of knows? Yeah, uh, I always bring Isaiah to the gym with me. Uh, he's a freshman. I'm trying to show him the way and how college is and stuff like that. Why have you taken that on yourself? Uh, I'm, just, I'm a leader on the team. I'm a senior. Yeah, incoming freshman. Uh, think he can be a really good player. So what have you kind of seen in him so far? Uh, he got a great work habit. Uh, he's willing to learn. Things on the court and off the court. What do you like about this team the most? Uh, I like that we got uh, a lot of good players on the team, a lot of new faces. 
Uh, we've been gelling together this summer. We had a good summer, and we're just trying to have a good season. Has the competition been uh, significantly different in practice during the summer? Yeah, I think it's been practice because we have uh, a lot of new guys and guys that sat out last year that can play. So we have like more players that's going to play this year than last year. Coach, you you guys lost a few leaders, uh, senior leadership, all three of them that left last year. Who have you kind of seen step up? DeAndre's taking a guy to the gym early hours of the morning. Just who else have you kind of seen? I think you know both these guys sitting here. They've become better leaders for sure. Um, you know Tyreek Dixon's point guard. He's been through the been through the wars. He's, he's starting to step up a little bit as a leader. Uh, Lamont West, just because he's so he's so much older, I guess he's a leader. Um, but but I've I've been I've been pleasantly surprised and pleased with guys stepping into that leadership role. In fact, I thought that would probably be one of our biggest concerns going into the years who are going to be the leaders. But this fall, the, these guys have been tremendous. Um, so I, I, I just anticipate that to to, to continue. We talk, oh, we, we've talked uh, about Tulio. You, you said in the past he can be even better. Have you seen him taking those steps so far and what he's learned since declaring for the draft? Yeah, I mean, I think all of our guys have made improvements, and, and Tulio's definitely one of them. Uh, and we'll continue to make improvements. And, and a lot of that is just putting him in the right position uh, to be able to do everything that he can do. And, and uh, I think this year we'll have a little bit more flexibility with that. And, and uh, I think that alone makes him a better player. Uh, but, but he's also been in the gym, you know, working on his shot um, and, and working on some other things that we'd like for him to be able to do as well. Coach, I was going to say, it's pretty clear that, you know, the two leaders are coming back. In terms of the offense, again, the first two options are very clear, but who are you looking to maybe emerge as that third option, uh, at least early in the season? I know there's a lot of newcomers, but are you looking yeah. for somebody in particular out of that group? Well, I mean, we, we've got a pretty pretty um, balanced team. Um, obviously, these two guys can score the ball. Um, Gage Prim, we, we'd, be, we'd be nuts not to give him the ball. Uh, Lamont West averaged 12 or 13, I think, in the Big 12. He, he'll probably try to stick it in the basket a couple times. Um, Isaiah Mosley's a good player. He's young. When he's out there, he can probably score it. Who, who else can score? <laughs> Anybody else? Josh Hall. Hall. Heck, Josh Hall averaged 13 a game in the NCAA tournament. Sweet 16, he can score. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll try to balance it out as much as possible. That, that, that's one of the things with this year's team that we won't, we won't have to do our, I don't think we'll have to do our three-man weave stall game as much this year in league play, maybe outside of league because we're playing some of the best teams in the country. But once we get into league play, I think it'll be advantageous for us to play faster because we do have guys that can score. How nice is it having a guy like Tyreek who doesn't need the score when you have all those scores too? Well, I mean, he's he's actually worked on his scoring a, a lot, and and I think he can be a good score when, when the time is right. But it's also good having having a guy like Tyreek that understands getting the ball where it needs to be. But um, he, he'll have to he'll have to run the show, but but he'll have to score too. I mean. You know, you're dangerous when, you're, when your point guard can score. You know, I was talking to one of our coaches yesterday, the two teams that played for the league championship, both of them have scoring point guards, uh, Brown and Green, and it just makes you such a better team. So if Tyreek 
continues to develop his scoring, then, then yeah, we can probably have a pretty good team. I imagine you've been able to work out with Ford a little bit, a couple hours since he came. Uh, what have you liked about his game and how it fits in with your team? He's really coachable. Um, he's going to have the opportunity to, to learn from some pretty experienced guards. Um, Tyreek, Keandre, Josh, um, some, some guys that can, you know, bang him around a little bit. And he's got good size and he's a, he's a great kid. And uh, right now he just wants to do what coach asked him to do. And, and so that, that's really going to help our team. Uh, he still has some areas to grow. I mean, he's supposed to be in high school right now and he's playing against guys that are supposed to be graduated. We have a lot of red shirt junior, red shirt sophomore, red shirt senior. So, so uh, he, he's holding his own. And uh, he, he's a guy who will continue to get better throughout the year. And, and hopefully come February, March, could, could give us a little something added on throughout the, you know, the, the grind of the season. Yeah, I think I heard you say or talk about the one and done on the other end of yep. uh, schools like the Valley. And obviously, is that something you think you're going to kind of explore every year, just kind of maybe one or two guys like that? Every year. I, I think uh, definitely one. Uh, in a perfect world, too. We, we had two this year when one of our guys decided to, to retire. But to me, it just makes sense uh, at our level. We're, we're not going to get the one and done that, um, you know, the, the power fives get. But we, we would be crazy not to take the one and dones of a Lamont West, Josh Webster, whoever the case may be. And uh, we, we're going to try to be in that market. Um, as long as you know it's it's out there, which I don't think that one's going anywhere. When you graduate, they're going to let you play right away. So um, we we do it everyone. We do what 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 the big boys do to our roster. When we have a good freshman, they compile these lists of who's good, so they can take them from us. Well, the same thing I do. When I see someone that's a redshirt junior on their team, I compile my list in my office, and if someone averages nine or ten a game for them, then I'll tell them to come average twenty for me. So that's basically where we are. Can you tell us? How Lamont West, did you have an in with him, or did you kind of have to get in touch with him? Like, how did he come here? Well, we, I think our staff recruited him. Members of our staff recruited him when he was in high school. And so when, when he was wanting to have a bigger impact, I think he reached out, and we said yes. You got, Missouri State was picked to win the Valley just two years ago. The roster is completely different than what it was right now. Just how nice is it to have that? And to have, there's a few guys that were there just to say it doesn't mean anything or yeah. just move on. Well, I mean, it's you know it's more so about what I'm saying to them than, than those other guys. And if this group's picked to win it, which it would surprise me, but if they are picked to win it, the outside expectations, they they fail compared to mine for these guys, okay? And, and um, they, they know what I expect from them, and it's got nothing to do with the preseason ranking. But um, I don't think that those preseason things will be be that hard for our guys. I mean, last year they, they picked us, I guess, eighth or something. I don't know. We, we finished higher than that. I think they picked Drake ninth. They finished higher than that. They pick some schools up by the top. They finish lower. The, these guys, they they know that those things don't mean very much. I mean, with all due respect, now if you start getting picked first ten years in a row, like Alabama football, then yeah, it means something because that means you're really, really good. But when you're picked once every three years, every five years, that just doesn't mean a lot. What do you tell them your expectations are? Just do their best every day. Don't sacrifice their gift. That's about it.
Keandre, how much do guys like you and Tulio have to maybe sacrifice a little bit of your role on the team with, with these new guys coming in? Uh, we was here last year. Uh, the new guys coming in, we just showing them uh, how like NBC play is and uh, the things they're going to need to do. And everybody just play their role, basically. Is that easy to do, or is it going to be a little difficult? Uh, it's a work in progress. I mean, it's not nothing going to be easy. Tulio, did the NBA scouts challenge you to improve one area of your game to be a better prospect? I'm not saying that's your number one priority, but down the road, you know, did they tell you anything that would make you a better prospect in their eyes? Yeah, just improve my three-point shot. Also, take better decisions, you know, around the basket, stuff like that. How is that? How hard has that been with a new three-point line this year? Uh, it's a little adjustment, I think. Uh, we've been working now all summer, so. Uh, it's getting together. Yeah. Did you work out with any teams? No. Julio, Julio, what did you learn from the Valley the first year? What was your big impression of the league? Uh, it's a lot of physicality. Uh, there's a lot of uh, competition as well. So. Is it more physical than you thought it was coming in? Mm, yes, yes. Very much because I had to play the five, so it was a big adjustment for me. How nice is it going to be when you can tell a guy like Prim to go take on Crutwig instead of you? Oh, they're going to be nice, so he can't get some of that, too. <laughs> yeah. As you heard there, you heard Dana Ford say that he would pick Loyola to win the Missouri Valley Conference right now. Um, just kind of a coachy answer was my opinion. He doesn't really like to hype up his own team. He doesn't. That's just not him right now. Um but yeah, we got right after Dana and the guys left, we were given uh, Porter Mosier, Cameron Crutwig. Crutwig complimented me on my Chicago Bears polo that I wear days after wins. Uh, the Chicago guys were kind of pumped up for that. I think uh, we talked to Porter Mosier, and this was a time when the Cubs, I don't think the Cubs had won ever since he sang the uh, seventh inning stretch. So. Blame it all on him, or you could praise him, whatever whatever side you're on. I'm a, I'm a Cubs fan, but they suck. But uh, here's here's some sound from Porter Mosier as he talks about uh, what, yeah, I mean, Dana Ford used to play for Porter back at Illinois State. So here's kind of what Porter had to think about uh, Dana saying that he was going to be the favorite to win the conference and what his thoughts are about what Dana's built. Dana said he'd pick you guys to win the league right now. Just kind of how do you see that? <coughs> God, I mean, he played for me, so he's going to do with that. Dana's a sandbagger. I mean, there's no doubt he's uh, um, he's he's loaded, and they, he's done a great job with recruiting it. But uh, you know, um, but he knows this because I've said it to him. I said it to the teams when I, when he when I coached him. You know, preseason predictions only matter within your own locker room. Like we were just talking about it, us three downstairs. We absolutely could care less. It is not right now because right now all you have no idea. Like right now, was anybody talking about De Silva, Brady Ellenson, Cook? Was anybody talking about those guys last year at this time? No. There's going to be a lot of guys that you guys are going to be talking about in February that you're not talking about right now. And that's what's exciting right now. Because as coaches, you know, I, I know we know because we're in the middle of recruiting. We've seen these guys. We know that there's a lot of guys. Look at how many sit-outs are in this league right now. You can go down the league. I mean, Illinois State, Drake, Bradley, Evansville, Missouri State, us. All had guys sitting out. All had guys sitting out. 
that are going to contribute. And uh, that's what's going to be interesting as this year unfolds, that predictions can't, you can't, you can't put in right now because you just don't know how those guys are going to um, develop. One of the most respected coaches in the conference has been Jacobson from Northern Iowa. He's had success in the NCAA tournament. They beat Kansas, which was really cool. I don't like Kansas because Bill Self left Illinois. Um, but Ben Jacobson's one of the more respected guys. He knows how to build a roster that can win a championship in the Valley. He's got a pretty good team this year. Um, and I, I, I'm there to serve you guys and to get some stuff on Missouri State. Um, you can check out other uh, check out other people's uh, uh, stories from Media Day to learn more about Northern Iowa. I'll have Northern Iowa, all all the other teams. I'll have a little bit on them leading into the season, um, but you, nothing beats the beat reporters be reporting on their own squad. Um, but yeah, here's Ben Jacobson and what he has to think about Missouri State right now. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, coach, what's your outlook for the rest of the valley? Oh, I, you know, I, I think I find myself probably saying it every year. It's just hard. I mean, it's just a hard league. I mean, it's just, you know, I've been doing this a long time, and and uh, every night is hard. And uh, and I think that's great. You know, I, I love that part of our league. Is that every night is hard, and uh, and it's certainly going to be that way again. You know, teams. There's teams with a lot of guys back. There's teams with guys back that have added the right new guys. There's some teams that have had to add a lot of new guys that look like they're good. So I, it's it's going to be hard again. Specifically on Missouri State, have you have you thought of anything what they're doing over there the way Dan has been building? Yeah, I mean, I, he's obviously done a, a terrific job in, in a short amount of time. You know, the uh, that that group last year was really difficult to play against. And uh, because they're good players, and he figured out a way, you know, that changed midstream. That's a hard thing to do when you're a head coach, is to make that kind of that big of a change to what you're doing to give your team the best chance, and give him and his staff a lot of credit, and then the players for buying into that, because that was going to be the best way for them to play. So he's obviously doing a great job in recruiting, and he's done a great job of coaching. If you know Dana Ford's backstory, you know he's going to be pretty good buds with Dan Muller from Illinois State, the head coach over there. Uh, the two have a pretty strong relationship. They've often referred to each other as best friends. Um, Dana Ford coached under Muller when he was an assistant at Illinois State before going over to Tennessee State. Um, and then Dana beats Dan Muller with a half-court shot from Jared Dixon at the end of the game. So that's um, Dan Muller's got a pretty cool, uh, just hearing them, to, those two talk about each other is pretty fun. Um, but yeah, here's Dan, you know, Dan Muller's paying a more, cl uh, close attention to Missouri state than anybody else in the conference. Illinois state, of course, isn't expected to do too much this year because of losing guys. And they were so, they were expected to do a lot last year, uh, but had a lot of distractions, um, their, their season last year kind of rivals Missouri State's when they were picked to win the conference and um, ended up disappointing. That's just how disappointing Illinois State season was. But, um, you know, Dan Muller's paying attention to Missouri State. That's uh, the, he, he's called, he's started out when I ask, uh, ask him about Dana both years. He always says, that's my guy. Um, so those two are pretty close. Here's what uh, here's what Muller thinks about what Dana's building. When you look at the Valley Race, Dan, you see a lot of unknowns. Yeah, a lot. I mean, it's. 
Obviously, Missouri State has a lot of new players. Uh, we have a lot of new players. Southern Illinois has a lot of new players. I mean, you could go down the list, of course. But as I said, it'll be it's not ever easy to rank teams, and not that you ever know, but they ask for our input. I, I've actually thought about it a little bit. I really don't know where I'll put teams. But I, I, I really do think and hope, of course, that our league is good this year. We had a, we had a big dip last year. And I've said it publicly, um, our league was not good last year. And you look at the no, you look at what anything you want, but that's a one-year dip. We've been really good, and we we got to get right back to where we were. And, and we we didn't do our part last year, but uh, we certainly expect to do that this year. You're you're obviously buds with uh, Dana. Just what have your thoughts been on what he's been able to build? Short time there. Well, yeah, Dana's my guy. Uh, I talk to him a lot. He's a piece of work. Um, I love him and his family. I know they've got talent, and I'm excited to see him do well. I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for him every night, but two, maybe three. But to see what he he did a great job last year. To see what this turn this team looks like on the court, you know, I certainly don't want to put any extra pressure on him or what I expect them to do. I just expect him to be a good father and continue to work hard and do a great job for Missouri State, but certainly they have, they have a lot of talent on paper. And that's all I got for today's episode. Um, I'm, I'm sure to have some more stuff leading into the season. I mean, this is game month. Uh, Missouri State plays uh, Washington from St. Louis on October 30th at JQH Arena, an exhibition game. We're about a month away from uh, – I believe it's November 5th, uh, Missouri State opens its season. It's it's getting here. I know it's uh, it's pretty exciting. Everybody's pretty excited right now. But uh, we'll have more stories at news-leader.com, and we'll have uh, more podcasts leading into it. But I appreciate you listening.